Girlfriends are hard to find. We met four years ago. We did with our children in preschool. But when God puts you together twice in your life, you know it's meant to be. We met years before that too. It's like how life comes back around yes. again. Finding good, God-fearing friends who you can be real with is what it's all about. Hello, I'm Heather. I think that my strengths are being a little bit more quiet and Catherine. I moved to the middle of nowhere two years ago and I was connectionless. We are friends, wives, daughters, and mothers, and we're just trying our best. You know what I'm worried about right now? What? That our children are really quiet. I know. (laughs) And we happen to just be on our own little mission. So why are we doing this? To drive the Holy Spirit. I think the Holy Spirit needs a voice right now, more than ever. And uplift and fun, and I think we need more of that in the world. This will also be an outlet for us to be real, and I think a lot of people don't hear women be real anymore. My goal would be for people to listen to this and then walk away from their phones or their audio devices for the rest of the day and get off of them. Be happy and love God. Amen. We are just two God-fearing girls. I'm in. I'm in too. On today's episode, we start to figure out what this whole podcast thing is all about. And we talk about a subject nearly every woman can relate to, food and dieting, but with a spiritual twist. Okay, so who are you? Oh, I don't know. I'm so many things. (laughs) Which personality? I'm Heather. And who are you? I am Catherine. So this came out of what? Virtually faithful. That's what made you think of wanting to do this? I think that my strengths are being a little bit more quiet. So you're the quiet one. I'm going to be, yes. I'm going to try to be. So why are we doing this? To drive the Holy Spirit. I think the Holy Spirit needs a voice right now more than ever, especially where women are concerned and moms in everyday life. Why do you say more than ever? Oh, I think we're challenged in every facet, at every turn, as moms, as wives, as workers, at everything. Yeah. And we're hit constantly in weight, appearance. Well, and I feel like it's funny that we're choosing a digital medium to do it because I feel like the digital world is is the devil a little bit. Do we? So we're going into the devil's playground to breathe Holy Spirit into it? Is that what we're doing? My goal would be for people to listen to this and then walk away from their phones or their audio devices for the rest of the day and get off of them. Oh, go breathe. Go take a walk. Well, and one of the things that has resonated with me, especially since being out here in the middle of the country, is that how many times in the Bible and in the Gospels do we hear that Jesus retreated? That he went away and he spent time by himself. He did his miracles and then he went away. And then he did this and then he went away. Yes, he rested. Yes. And, and he valued that. I saw a thing the other day that said something like people who do 10 to 15 minutes a day of nothing are healthier. That doesn't mean staring at your phone. Phone. Yeah, no. Because you can get so caught up. And I, I get caught up at staring at Pinterest. Oh, I get caught up in Facebook. I hate it. I mean, I, I love it, it and I hate I'm to the point where I'm going to delete the app. Yeah. Because um, for every good thing, there's 10 bad. I know. But I also think, and that's one of the reasons why I've done Virtually Faithful and I haven't gotten off of it, is if every person of moral fiber removes themselves from it, then what are we left with in that, in the world's largest communication tool right now? You're absolutely right. It's true. 
So do we, I mean, I feel like we have to be there and we have to push out joy and happiness and Holy Spirit and faith. And I read something just the other day that was so moving to me. And it said that serpent didn't ask Adam and Eve to kill, to murder, to do anything. All he did was ask Adam and Eve to not trust the word of God. Wow. It's happening in our country right now. Questioning everything. Especially in the state of Illinois with the laws we just passed and have a hard time with it. I have a hard time paying taxes right now. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Amen to that. But again, if all the good God-fearing people leave the state of Illinois, then what are we left with? Absolutely. Because the state of Illinois is also one of the most powerful states in the United States of America. Do we abandon ship and let the devil run one of the most powerful states in the United States of America? That's why we have to have a voice and not being afraid of offending anyone. Yeah. To some extent. I love all, but I also love God more than I love your issue. I I do get fearful though. I do. I do walk toe the line a little bit more than I think I should. Oh, don't we all? I I do. I have friends that I do not want to offend that offend me all the time. And and they don't have a problem with it. They don't think twice. And I think, I always think of Mother Teresa because she was so bold, but yet so beautifully humble. And and the things she said, I mean, she came to the United States and held and stood in front of a room of thousands and thousands of people and said, you're killing your babies and you're going to kill your country in doing this. This is the worst devilish thing that you could do. Goodbye. I love you. That's a hard thing to say to someone. Yeah, it And is. be so bold and stand up for what you believe in. You know what I'm worried about right now? What? That our children are really quiet. I know. <laughs> Did I, they fall into I, a creek I, bed I, or I, something? Is there a creek bed out there? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a pond. What? But I told well, them not to go off our property. Maybe we yeah, should pause for one yeah, second. Frankie just... sinks. <laughs> Hold on. Pause. Amidst taking care of our kids and our families, Catherine and I try to keep our focus on God and how he relates to our lives. But it can be hard sometimes, especially when it comes to controlling our health and let's face it, our weight. But is that quest for being healthy becoming too important? I heard loud and clear in my head, this is what I call my God voice, Mm -hmm. you spend more time thinking about your weight and food than you think about me. So let's see how we tackle the weight issue from a spiritual sense and make sure that our kids survive. Hi. Hi. We're back. <laughs> they didn't drown. <laughs> and we're still working. Yay. The girls didn't drown. They're out there in the middle of nowhere playing they, on a playground. Oh, they tried to come in, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> we squashed it with lemonade. The promise of lemonade. This is... Okay, so I posted on um, Virtually Faithful the other day because I had had it. I had had it. Literally. I, I had been in Italy... And we took a beautiful family vacation and I ate all the food and I drank all the wine and which you're supposed to do had the best time ever. And actually I lost two pounds. See, it's because you were not stressed out. There's no cortisol. And I was walking eight miles a day. Very good. Because that's what you do in Europe. You just walk everywhere. You don't get in a car. That's how the why they're skinny. Well, they're not all skinny. There's well, some big you know. Italian mamas out there. but <laughs> I love it. But they usually own the restaurant. 
I came back and I was like, okay, back on track. And I had been doing keto before we left because I wanted to kind of cleanse my system to get ready to go so mm-hmm. that vein, the vein side of me didn't look like a horse in every picture in Italy. Every, that, that's, I, I hear that's you. I was like, and I'm in very few pictures because I'm the picture taker, but I didn't mm. want to not like my pictures. Isn't that the most vain thing in the whole world you think that that is but I think that every woman that's listening is going "Mm -hmm, uh uh-huh uh-huh yep I know exactly how you feel because hello I'm in the same boat so I had done this keto thing and I had never done keto before I had done hold 30 a lot Mm -hmm. and I've done Weight Watchers and I've done Plexus and I've done you know everything under the sun and I started even doing intermittent fasting and I've ran half marathons (laughs) and you you know, things. And I just, I was, I, it was like, I came back from this beautiful trip and mass in St. Peter's. Oh. I mean, it was just, it was yes. awesome. And I was back on the neuroses of what am I eating? Do my pants fit? How do I look? How what do, do I, I look, look like? Am I going to go to the pool? Is someone going to take a picture of me today or not? No. I can't have another year of this. Yeah. I know. I know. Right? I'm, a, I'm a bad influence on my daughter. Blah, blah, blah. Those constant, constant voices. And I heard loud and clear in my head, this is what I call my God voice. Mm-hmm. You spend more time thinking about your weight and food than you think about me. And I was like, yes, I do. And I think about God a lot. I'm a prayer. I'm a spiritual person. (laughs) I try to incorporate the Holy Spirit in everything I do. Right. But you pray with your family, your kids. Not as much as I was thinking about food. Right. And my weight. Constantly. I know. And hope my husband doesn't touch my belly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> been there. Please don't touch my belly. <laughs> Move the other way. Uh, how about my shoulder? <laughs> I like my elbows. Uh, <laughs> my ankles are great. Ooh, the ankles. <laughs> yeah, I I decided I decided to quit. I'm a quitter. I'm a failure. at trying to diet and you know what I know it works for other people I know these programs there are some people that can do it oh Oh, there's some people that have done it forever because here I am again here I I walked in this morning what did I what did I email you the other day I don't want anything don't make me anything because I'm on a crazy macro diet as always because I've hit weight rock bottom yeah and then I wouldn't listen to your thing on Facebook because I knew you were gonna say something (laughs) inspirational to me about not doing this and but I didn't realize that it was about God saying it's enough enough and so I woke up the next day and I heard in my head you are fearfully wonderfully made you are beautiful wow and just go honor me and stop stop and like I told you earlier, I, you know, had wings last night. And I'm not go- I'm not binging. I'm right. not. I am prayerfully that. offering everything. Before I go to get a snack, I say, God, let this honor you. Let it nourish my body and let me make a good choice. I mean, one of my charisms is entertaining and having people over mm-hmm. and cooking meals and my husband and I it is a uh, somebody it's your love language it is our love language and we do it really well for other people yes I mean 
I've said this before, but we have Sunday dinners and any given Sunday, if you need a meal, come out, you know, text me first because sometimes it doesn't happen. But <laughs> um, That's a, yeah. but it is our love language. It's mm-hmm. why we invested money in our kitchen. You right. know, I also at the same time think that Jesus's first miracle, the one where his mom said, OK, it's time for you to start doing this. It was the beginning of his outward discipleship of his ministry. It was the time he said, okay, now start following me, was the wedding feast of Cana. That was his first one, changing the water to wine. You know what I mean? I do. So he valued at the same time the love and the camaraderie that can come around a table. Absolutely. How do we, uh, every week, how do we take the Lord into our body yeah, through, through, through wine and bread? Yes. And that's yes. a big deal. So let's focus on the spirit at the table and less on the food at the table. Hmm. You know what I, I do, mean? I do. We don't eat together as families much anymore. No. We're on the run. We're throwing food to our kids in the back seat. That's why, you know, that Sunday dinner has become so important to us because, and my kids, I think that's their, that's our thing that we will have passed down to them. Is that's an awesome thing. Every Sunday they go, who's coming? And the weeks that we don't have anybody, that it's just us, they're like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> we don't want to just sit with you guys. <laughs> you know, that's no fun. So there's a balance. And the thing that is in the center of the teeter-totter for me is God that keeps that balance. Am I going to go off the deep end and start eating a whole chocolate cake? No. Do I know that bread is not my friend and that I, if I'm going to have it, I got to be careful and I got to be mindful of that? Yes, I know that. I can take all these tools that I've learned through doing my 30,000 different diet plans and use the tools that I have to just live rather than obsess. But first and foremost, give it to God. First and foremost, the word honoring him through my life, you know, through what I do is keeps resonating with me rather than obsessing. I'm just, you know, God, let what I eat today and the activity that I have and the words that I say to my daughter and the things that I pass down to my family honor you. The madness has got to stop. I mean, I'm finding myself doing it every single day Yeah, and it's, I'm doing it this morning. I did it last night and I'm tired. I'm yeah. tired of looking for the next shake, yeah. the next, yeah. no, I'm consumed with it. Yeah. If I, my spanks are ripping. <laughs> And it's a bad, sad thing that they discontinued my space. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so funny. It's it's real though for me. I know. And that is horrifying that I'm going to have to live without my Spanx. But see, here's my thing. I look at you and I have never once looked at you and gone, look at her, she's gained weight. Oh my God. I look at you and I see this smile and I see this awesome mom and this devoted wife. And I, I, you are someone that people look at and go, God, that's awesome. Thank you. That's you. Look at though. And I look at lots of people and the people that I honor and I love the most that I admire. Never once have I thought about their pant size. Me neither. We think about it ourselves. Right. We're so hard on ourselves. So you're right. Yeah. Never once. No, no. I never thought about my mom's weight. No, 
In fact, yeah, I've been so mad at my mom for being so hard on herself. It's yeah. like, let it go. The yeah. girls are coming over. Enjoy them. Yes. They're going to bake a cake. Great. Good. Have fun. Yes. You're passing down a tradition. It's fun. Yeah. We've, yeah. Well, and I think part of our problem is we focus on the food rather than the nourishment of life. And it's just, I will tell you how freeing it has been to just absolve myself of it, absolved of it. I am devoted to being a healthy person in God's eyes. After I posted that video and I came home and Chris and I sat on the couch that afternoon, he goes, I watched your video. And I said, yeah. And he just looked at me and he said, thank you. And that was the first time I realized how much my insanity with this whole weight thing has impacted him. Because he never, he's, he's a beautiful supporter. And if I do Whole30, he does through Whole30. And if I say I'm going to start exercising, he starts exercising. And he's a, he's a cheerleader and a comrade with me. But he's exhausted too. And we have to remember how it does affect our husbands. And we yeah. do have to remember how it, not only our children... Yeah. And and I think this resonates with so many women. Well, and, and I men. thought about creating a group on the lovely Facebook, but uh, uh, just for this purpose. Just a, a little side group that was going to just be that daily prayers and inspiration for letting go of the insanity of weight addiction. I might do that. I think we should. I think you should. Well, only if you do it with me. <laughs> You got to oh, be the first follower. Oh, believe me, I will follow you to the ends of the earth. This- so I think this worked. I do. I too. think we could do this again. I think that this was awesome. I think we just. I just want to go back on why we're doing this one more. So you said you're doing this. The Holy Spirit needs a voice, and yes. I love that. Thank you. Why are you doing this? We talk about so many things in the world, but not too many talk about God in a real application of just life. And how does it, how do we be faithful people and, you know, watch Netflix? And how do we be faithful people and, you know, stress out? Yeah. So it just, I guess it's a form of evangelization of just bringing God to life and creating connections for people. I, I, moved to the middle of nowhere two years ago and I was connectionless. And, you know, that was one of the reasons I started Virtually Faithful is I felt like I was just all alone and I needed someone to listen to me and to someone to go, yes, okay, I feel that way too. Kind of validation yes. in a sense. So selfishly, it's an opportunity for connection, but I think it's an opportunity for connection for lots of people, not just me, and uplift and fun. And I think we need more of that in the world. I think people need to get off their devices and and play cards and be outside and look people in the eye and have interpersonal communication. I hope we have guests. I hope we have people come on and talk and that we can empower the world to be happy and love God. Amen. Through the Holy Spirit. Yes, the Holy Spirit's important. So there, that's what I, that's why I'm in. I'm in. I'm in too. Thanks for listening to God-Fearing Girls and our very first podcast entitled The Weight of It All. If you have any suggestions or comments for upcoming podcasts, you can email us or just say hi at godfearinggirls, the number two, at gmail.com and stay tuned for upcoming episodes.